today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Jason and Derek here. Derek, five Memphis police officers have been charged with second-degree murder in the death of Tyree Nichols. Grand jury uh, came down with the indictments. It wasn't just uh, second-degree murder, also aggravated kidnapping and a number of counts uh, related to the official misconduct. Police officers have certain duties that others don't, and so when you act a certain way, you're going to be charged with crimes. This was the incident from January 7th, weeks ago. Right, weeks ago. When he was pulled yeah. over. Tyree was pulled over in what sounds like a fairly routine traffic stop. It was for reckless driving. He was spotted. Uh, there was a confrontation between the officers. Uh, he allegedly, t- Nichols allegedly fled from the scene. Pepper spray was deployed at some point, and a pursuit uh, of, 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 of Nichols took place. And the five officers, all of whom are black officers, uh, ended up beating him so severely that he died from the injuries. Right. And the the big shoe that's waiting to drop is we're recording this on Friday morning. The shoe that's waiting to drop this afternoon is is the video, uh, the body cam video of the assault is going to be released. And and Memphis is uh, on a you know, very nervous place right now because... Oh, there's one name on everyone's mind when you hear about a police beating video. Right. Still to this day, and it's Rodney King. And, and w- w- sort of terrifyingly, the uh, Me- Memphis um, police chief came out and said that this video is worse than Rodney King. Which is difficult to imagine. Rodney King survived his injuries, lived until 2012 when he died in an accidental drowning years later. But just for those who haven't seen it in a while, it's four officers surrounding a man who's lying on the ground. Each of them have their nightsticks in their hand, and they are beating the shit out of him. And so, now, obviously, Tyree Nichols dies in this incident, whereas Rodney King survived, to your point, but... If the video and the four is white worse, officers, and there were four white officers, Rodney King, who was a black man, right? Yeah. And so you had these additional charges of violation of civil rights, which they may or may not eventually have here. Um, but you were we, here we during Rodney King. Uh, well. I was, I was here. Yeah. I, I was here. I, I was here. Was the the biggest story pre OJ story? I think of of my sort of sentient life, you know, in Vietnam War, I was too, I was, you know, a tiny little kid. Right. And so, but Rodney King was, and then OJ comes along and in terms of newsworthiness, trumps everything that had ever come before it. But nevertheless, uh, I, I do recall the first time that the Rodney King, and this was a time before video was ubiquitous and you didn't see this kind of thing and nobody had handheld cameras and, and that's a whole thing. But, uh, you know, the, when, when the Rodney King video came out, it really opened the eyes up to a lot of folks who don't have those kinds of encounters to release about what really happens out there, and it was terrifying. And and can we and pause for a moment on on that issue? You talked about the yeah. ubiquity of video now, yeah. right? Versus in the Rodney King age when it was truly. It never became ubiquitous. You had not seen it. It was the video to see on the news. Even I lived in Florida at the time. It was all you saw, basically. Um, And it was a singular, monolithic focus of society. Now, video is so ubiquitous. Is there a desensitization to seeing so many videos? Or can one still stand out as the big video? I think we have a recent example of a of a video yeah, that George stood Floyd, out. That's George Floyd, so stu- stood out. There's yeah. still things that rise. Uh, yeah, to that no, level. I, I think so. But it's you know, it, let's let's actually let's compare the two. What we're going to you know, what, let's assume what we're going to see with Tyree Nichols' video. Let's 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 compare it to George Floyd. You know, there are a bunch of differences, right? One, and we'd be remiss to not to not mention it. You had a group of white and I guess Asian officers yep. in Minneapolis 
and you have a group of black officers here. It certainly colors the the situation in some meaningful way. And sure. you know, I don't necessarily have to talk about it, but no, it reads differently it to reads people. Differently. That, that's all there is to it. I'm not sure. It, it's it's the same kind of problem. Even I wonder when if it should read differently. That, I'm not sure about that. I yeah. think the, if you believe in sort of systemic racism, it can exist in whatever color the officers are. It's yeah. part of the system itself, and and you don't necessarily because it's black officers beating a black man doesn't necessarily remove that ingredient. So, so there's this, in the Rodney King case, the officers, as we know, were acquitted by a Los Angeles jury, a state court jury. Uh, they were then recharged under for commission of federal crimes. And the federal crimes under which they were recharged was dep- deprivation of his civil rights. It's a federal crime. So this whole thing about no double jeopardy, can't be charged with the same case twice. There's a limit on that. You can't be charged with the same crime twice by the same prosecuting authority. Right. So in Rodney King, these officers were charged uh, by the by the state court, uh, by, for, uh, initially in state court, and they prevailed, and then they were recharged in federal court for the same crimes under a different name, and they were convicted. The, uh, the idea behind that is because the, the, the uh, incident, the beatdown of Rodney King was not, was because he was black. That was the right. motive. That could still be at play here, although the race of the officer does in some way complicate that. It complicates it, but I think it's absolutely at play. I don't yeah. think it removes it. And 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 these the the they're going to be represented. The family is represented by very able counsel. Yes. Obviously, well, there's and, a civil matter coming as well. I mean, but sure, yeah. there's a civil component, but there there th- this doesn't remove that issue because the point is that the officers were black, but whether they treated black suspects in a different way can be irrespective of the race of the officers. Now, it's a, it may be more complicated, yeah. no, but, but they're in their role, in their official capacity as officers, if they were trained and the culture was such that you know, black individuals There's who are suspected a of crimes of these officers of are doing treated this more harshly, yeah. that, that can still exist. Yeah. It just becomes more complicated in the public's mind when you yeah. say, well, nothing happened here. We can't say it's racist because there's they're black cops. Right. I don't think that's true in a legal sense or in necessarily in a re- reality sense. The, the re- another enormous difference between this and George Floyd and lots of other videos that we've seen uh, is that the police and prosecutors worked with the families. Prior, they, they didn't hold this video back. Uh, and as we've seen in the past, and it just happened to get leaked and therefore they were caught with this video. Instead, they went to the family and the family has come out lauding the officers, lauding prosecutors for using restraint when it came to this video and not setting off sort of a, you know, creating a tinderbox kind of situation. Which is different than Rodney King. This is, right. this is well, going it's to different be than everything that's come before. We've never everything. quite seen this before where prosecutors worked with the family in right. advance and got the sign off of the family before every step, before the announcement of charges, right. before the announcement of, of the conviction, before the announcement there was a body cam video. All this stuff has been coordinated with the family in an effort to mitigate what we all think will be a fallout this evening when the video is released. Yeah, I mean, they had that luxury to to manage the process because the video that's available is body cam and maybe dash cam video of this. In the Rodney King case, it was not. It right. was, it was officers st- didn't wear body yeah. cams back then. That's th- These are all results of the Rodney King beating that officers now do these things. It was video from someone's apartment, I believe. Yeah. Um, so there was no control they could have over it. That person owned the video, uh, had the footage, and, and put it out to the world. So here, you're right, they've managed it because they can. I'm not sure it'll make all that much of a difference. Once you see it, it's going to be viscerally very difficult to watch. Very difficult. So, you, you know, which, despite prosecutors and cops' best efforts to to mitigate the potential fallout, 
I, you know, I was talking with Charles about this earlier. I think there's a very good chance Memphis is going to burn tonight, and I'm worried about it. I think there's a very significant chance. I, I think managing a situation before the video releases uh, is is. Oh, is a is a task that you can only do so much. Yes. You know, they 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 can get ready, they can have enhanced sort of presence in the streets, but the hostility will be uh, towards that presence, yeah. and and so it almost sort of inflames rather than manages the situation. You can you yeah. can imagine the streets being filled sort of with guys in riot gear and people who are upset about watching this video reacting negatively, more negatively because they see that police presence because it's about police. So right. I'm not sure how you balance that. If you leave the streets clear, that definitely yeah. burns. As as part of this this uh, quid pro quo with the family, uh, they Tyree Nichols's mother did a press conference yesterday, and she said, if you want to honor Tyree protest, but protest peacefully. So this is key. Her it, saying that is her, key. her saying that is key, although I really think it affects the margins. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's tons of people are going to stay home who would otherwise seek to come out and do, do some, uh, you know, act in a destructive way because she spoke. I just don't know how. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's helpful because she is obviously grieving. It's changed her the most. And she is now not sort of saying, you know, grab your pitchfork. She's saying protest peacefully. Problem with peaceful protests is it takes one little spark to yeah. turn a peaceful protest into a not peaceful protest. And I could see that spark happening very easily because you, you're going to have agitated people and you're going to have um, twitchy cops, let's put it that way, who are nervous about agitated people. And yeah. that's a, that's no, a, a, that's a tinderbox. It's combustible. I, so just, just to wrap this thing up, the um, police chief for Memphis, Cyriline, Cyriline Davis, uh, said, This is not just a professional failing. This is a failing of basic humanity toward another individual. This incident was heinous, reckless, and inhumane. I expect you to feel what the Nichols family feels. I expect you to feel outrage in the disregard of basic human rights, as our police officers have taken an oath to do the opposite of what transpired on the video. One thing I want to point yeah. out, too, though, that I, I am a little bit hopeful about that's different than Rodney King is we're going to see the video and then you're expecting maybe some some rioting. In in Rodney King, we saw the video. There was not rioting. There was a lot of consternation. Yeah. Then there was a trial, yeah. and the result of the trial is what triggered the the rioting. It's a good point. So here, you know, I expect fully, as with the George Floyd case, I expect these officers to be tried and convicted. If yeah. they're not, I could see a public response that is nasty and and you know unsettling, like Rodney King. But yeah. just the video itself didn't prompt the violence it, in Rodney it, King. It's pretty remarkable. I, it, it, uh, Police Chief Davis went on to say, we are going to see, when we look at this video, we are going to see acts that defy humanity. Uh, I, I, is that hyperbole, you think? Or are we going to see, I mean, uh, well, I, I don't want to speculate what's in this video, but if we really see acts that defy humanity, then yeah, I agree. We're going to see uh, convictions of these guys. Maybe it's not that bad. You know, cops, cops of, of all stripes tend to exa and prosecutors tend to exaggerate the the you know crimes committed sure. by people. I, I all I, I know, know is it's been described as worse than Rodney King and you watch that Rodney King video <laughs> it's even hard today to it doesn't look humane. Right. I mean it's they're treating a body like a, a meat puppet. They're yeah. not uh, no no regard for safety and Yeah, human well she said that she used that exact word. Uh, she said a disregard for life, duty of care and a le level of physical interaction that is above and beyond what is required in law enforcement. And real quick, before we move on, I want to pause on the legal, what, what the case would look like against these officers, because it's obviously excessive force, but there's also a, a duty that officers have to render aid. So yes, if he yeah. flees and they feel in danger or they feel like he's reaching for something, we're going to learn all of that. Um, but they're, they're, 
empowered to subdue that individual and arrest him. And if they hurt him in doing so, they have a duty to render aid. And one of yeah. the allegations we're going to see in this is that they didn't do so because yeah. he ends up dying of, of you know, internal bleeding and things of that nature that it seems to suggest that if they rendered aid after yeah. the beating, they could have well, saved this, him. This is all the, we don't those know. official misconduct kind of charges, right? They have these uh, elevated duties to, to assist people. But you and I don't have uh, that, if someone's bleeding in the street. Right, know. right. There's no Good Samaritan laws, right. right? We don't have an obligation to render aid to somebody. A police officer, a physician, these people have a legally recognizable duty to render aid to people who have not, they, they have not put in that situation. But everybody has a duty to render aid to somebody who they have caused to be put right. in that position. So here, we're going to see the video. I hate to jump to conclusions, but based on what we've heard, good God. Yeah, good God. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Uh, real quick, we wanted to switch over to a story that we followed pretty closely uh, when it happened, very closely when it happened. Obviously, the the uh, suicide of DJ Twitch, Ellen's DJ for, for all those years, um, uh, by all accounts, a terrific guy, went through some really extreme emotional and mental difficulties and ended up taking his own life. So we have some comments by none other than Todrick Hall. Tell everybody who Todrick Hall is real quick so, and then talk about what he said. Todrick Hall is a, is, is a former American Idol contestant. He's now sort of has a role in the industry as a very talented choreographer, sort of a jack of all trades, very, very talented guy who's in, in you know, celebrity culture. He had some comments that he told Page Six uh, that he believes the public um, calling on the DJ, they're ca he's calling on people to stop supporting Ellen. He's basically yeah. attributing DJ Twitch's suicide to Ellen. This is so problematic. He's getting dragged over it immediately and it's 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 awful in a human sense because Ellen, who was obviously really shaken and very upset in the wake of of Twitch's death, um, it sort of applies it, uh, it puts it on her shoulders in yeah. some sense. It's just an awful thing to do to a human, you regardless can, of what you think you, of Ellen he, and he her may, behavior. He on might her hate set. Ellen. He but may the have. idea that he's going to draw a causal link between whatever he says that that she put him through in his death when nobody not the family there's no suicide note there's no employees who have come out suggesting that she was at all at fault is gross he said people were looking at him like why are you still supporting this woman and i think he was under a lot of pressure and therefore he ties that into the suicide it, it, it's horrific what a, 
asshole. Yeah, <laughs> it's a horrific thing to say. Look, the Ellen show had ended. He's he sees dots out there, but to connect them in this context is not only foolhardy. It's it's cruel to Ellen, as, as yeah. we pointed out, but it's also foolish. You know, suicide is a extremely complicated issue. It's very internal to individuals. Right. What was motivating him at those moments? Is a mystery and will always remain a mystery, even if there is a note yeah. to attribute it to someone and, and blame and someone. Things just Hall of all people is in no position to know. I mean, if if no. Twitch's wife came out and said something like this, you have to be like, boy, she has some knowledge about what was in his head. Yes, Todd. Todd Call just looking at the same public information we're all looking at and drawing this kind of conclusion. But using publicly. his soapbox to publicly call her out like this, it's uh, you know, it's pretty disgusting behavior. I, I, I pretty much hate cancel culture, but if you're going to cancel anybody, Todd Call seems like. He could be up on Look, list. I want to see how he handles it. I, I can see him. He, 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 I don't think he was trying to troll. I'll give him this. I don't think he oh, was. Okay. I don't think he was out there looking for a controversy. I think he was expressing an idea that was in his head and maybe an idea in other people's heads. But to express it publicly to a reporter. I think uh, you're wrong. I think he was. Oh, trolling. do you think, he, think was he was looking for the controversy? To, if he to, was, then I think he was looking to build his own popularity, his own platform. And so he says, you know, people do that often by saying controversial things. But this was controversial and totally reckless. That's what yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm speculating just like Todrick Hall speculated. Right, I have right. No now clue. we're speculating on his bad motives and making this yeah. comment in the first place. Do you think he comes out and falls on the sword now seeing the backlash and tries to walk this back? And would you be receptive to a walk back at this point? I, well, sure, I'm receptive. I don't care. Yeah, Good. I guess he come, come out and say the right things, right? Come out and say the come right things. Come out and say, look, I, I, you've I, made a mess. I made a mess. I'm a jackass. Sometimes people say things they don't think it through first. I never meant to disrespect anybody. My bad. That's a, I can say, okay. Yeah. yeah, well, we all wait. Now, we should say that sources close to Twitch told us, told TMZ, it's extremely negligent, self-serving of Todrick to assume he knows what led to Twitch's death. They say he has absolutely no insight into the situation. Us, of all people, should have some forgiveness in our hearts. We speak very openly all the time, and but we have to walk we, many things back we out we in that newsroom. never speak. I walk nothing. <laughs> no. All right, we'll all right. see you guys next time. Bye.